From Hope Made Strong, this is the Care Ministry Podcast, a show about equipping ministry leaders and transforming communities through care. Supporting those in your church and community not only changes individuals' lives, but it grows and strengthens the church. But we want to do that without burning out. So listen in as we learn about tools, strategies, and resources that will equip your team and strengthen hope. I'm Laura Howe, and welcome to the Care Ministry Podcast. It's a new year, and like many of you, I am dreaming of all the possibilities that your church can do in care this year. I truly believe that care is the way our churches will grow stronger, how we can disciple our communities, and how our congregations will find holistic health. I fully believe that the local church is designed perfectly to create opportunities for people to become better leaders, develop skills, offer care for church staff, congregates, and the community. But I realize I'm a little bit unique in this. Not everyone has the same passion and vision. And when you're talking to your leaders and boards, they are often focused on outreach, guest experience, and production. And these things aren't bad. I actually think they are really fantastic parts of the church. Outreach is sharing the gospel with others, which obviously is amazing, and I'm fully on board for that. Guest experience and and looking at guest experience is very important as well. We want people to feel welcomed and engaged, and production allows churches to create content and connect with those who are not able to attend in person, as well as I personally benefit from church content throughout the week. I really love having my Instagram stream and uh, my threads and all of those things being encouraging throughout the week. So I'm very grateful for production. And all of these areas are key components of the church. And I think it's amazing that the church approaches each of these areas with intentionality, budget, leadership, a vision, and a plan. But my challenge to the church is to approach care ministry with the same level of intentionality. When you think of your church's care ministry, I want you to consider, does it have an intentional vision? Does it have a budget? Is there a leader or is there leadership over this? Is there a plan on how people are going to receive care, access care, follow up from care? In many churches, there is no plan. There's nothing. Care is more like a side effect of ministry or even considered kind of like an inconvenience when a need comes up because people are so busy doing other ministry things, which are very important. I'm not diminishing any other part of ministry, but care is often seen as an add-on to a person's job description with no intentional plan, no budget, no vision, or appointed leader overseeing this. And I think this is a huge missed opportunity for churches. Now, for those listening to this podcast, I am sure I am preaching to the choir. You already see how care is an integral function to your church, but oftentimes you are limited in your decision-making roles. And so in this episode, I'm going to walk through five ways you can approach your executive team or board about becoming more intentional about your church's care ministry, or five, I don't want to say arguments or pitches, but five ways you can connect with your church's board with the vision and care ministry. 
But before we start, I want to make sure you know about a free resource that I have available at homemadestrong.org slash episode 69. That's the show notes for this episode. It's a downloadable guide. It's a one-page guide outlining making a case for care ministry. And really, it's just an outline of the five ways that I'm going to go through on how care ministry is going to strengthen your church. I would love for you to download this for free and use this to gain buy-in from your board or your executive team. I'm also hosting an information session on the next care ministry cohort coming up. The cohort really is a six-month program where 15 ministry leaders meet weekly to walk through a proven process that builds a strategic and sustainable care ministry in your church. This is for those people who are ready to invest in their care ministry. So if you're interested in that and you want to sign up or register for the next care ministry cohort, definitely check out the show notes, hopemadestrong.org slash episode 69. And that's where you're going to get the download. You're going to get the show notes for this and as well as you can register for the next care ministry cohort sign up. All right, so I would love to start off with redefining what care ministry is. In my experience, everyone has a different idea of what care ministry is or what it includes. Some people think it's casseroles delivered to the sick or hospital visits, or other people think it's counseling provided by the church or serving in the community. So when you are speaking with your leadership team about developing or building a care ministry, it's really valuable to define what care ministry is in your church's context. And I'm going to share with you what I consider care ministry to be. Really, I see care ministry as the support provided by the church with the intention of strengthening belonging, purpose, and hope, and with the goal of equipping the whole person to flourish. Care ministry, I'm going to say it one more time, care ministry is the support provided by the church with the intention of strengthening belonging, purpose, and hope with the goal of equipping the whole person to flourish. After about 15 years of working as a mental health and addictions counselor, as well as working in walking clinics and different different uh, community settings, I have learned that regardless of the struggles that people are facing, whether it was an executive struggling with addictions or homeless, someone who's homeless with mental health concerns, everyone has three core needs. And these needs are, number one, to belong to a safe community, to know that there is a people and a place where they can know that they're accepted, that they are safe and that they belong to. They feel they feel like they're welcomed there. Number two, to feel as though they have value and have a purpose. Everyone wants to know that they are worth something, that they have skills, they have giftings, that they are valuable, that they're appreciated, and that they have purpose. And then the third area is to have hope for a better future. This is really the sustaining power for people to continue through life is that there's hope for a better future. And despite your church's size, budget, or programs, you are still able to offer care if you focus on meeting these three core needs, belonging, purpose, and hope. That's why I put it right up front in the definition that care ministry is the support provided by the church with the intention of strengthening belonging, purpose, and hope. But it also has the goal of equipping the whole person to flourish. And this is where you see those more practical needs. Now, your church can't meet all the needs within your community. It really is impossible. Needs are way too complex, and they're often systemic in nature. Like, we can't 
build houses. We all can't build houses. Most churches, I don't really know many churches that can build a house, feed their whole community, provide counseling for every person. Although that would be the dream, it would be amazing if we could do all that. It just is not possible. And this and 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 this fact that it's not possible is often the deterrent for leaders for developing care ministry. They they immediately think if we don't have enough staff or volunteers, we don't have enough budget or the space or the problem just feels so big. So instead, leaders focus on what they can do well. They can serve guests that come in the door. They can control the lights, the camera, and the content that is created. Or they can offer small groups with a vetted curriculum. But I see the primary function of care ministry not as meeting all the needs in all the community or all your people, but really those core needs of belonging, purpose, and hope. Everything after that, the casseroles, the visits, the counseling, all of that is bonus. All of that is the goal. We would love to be able to achieve everyone to flourish holistically, meaning that they are supported financially and relationally and emotionally and spiritually and 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 you know all of these this holistic approach. That is the goal. But really, the core is really offering belonging, purpose, and hope in your church. So this allows any church of any size to have a care ministry that is intentional and sustainable. So when you're talking to your leadership team, it really is helpful to redefine what care ministry is in the context of your church. Because oftentimes leaders think, oh my goodness, care ministry is doing all the things, when really it's just looking at those core, three core needs. I hope that is helpful in starting off and connecting with your leadership team. Now, the next area or the next approach is really focusing on culture, not programs. And when my kids come to me with an idea, it's hard not to see the problems and challenges with it right away. For example, my kids teamed up and approached Aaron and I about going on a family vacation this winter. And my immediate reaction was to see all the barriers. I was like, how much is this going to cost? And how hard is this going to fit into our already busy schedule? We only have so much time off. Who's going to take care of the dogs? You can't miss that much school. I think I just really, my mind immediately went to all the barriers and the challenges. And I think that's human nature to see those things first. And so when we approach our leadership about investing or becoming intentional about your church's care ministry, you don't be surprised if their instinct is to see all the barriers. And they would say things like, the church doesn't have budget for that, or our volunteers are already spread so thin, or who is going to oversee this ministry? And and rather than taking this personal, we just really need to be like, you know what, let's redefine this as and, and create um, that buy-in or look at this from a different perspective and see that care ministry really as a culture rather than a program. It's less about creating uh, ministries or programs that consume resources like time and money and people, but it's about building a culture of care and strengthening the resources and ministries that are already existing. 
I would encourage you to look at what you already have in place and see it through the lens of care. If you have small group leaders, then maybe care is equipping and training the small group leaders so that they have the skills and the capacity to care for their group. Or if you have a greeter team or an usher team, then maybe it's empowering those greeters and ushers with the vision and the and, and build intentionality into their role and function. Or if you have a prayer team, let's be really intentional and create a system and a plan so that our prayer team is is equipped with what they need and people feel that they are being their needs are being met by these prayer teams really strengthening and equipping already existing ministries to offer care or strengthen belonging purpose and hope with every single interaction interaction that's what care, building a culture of care and having a care ministry is all about. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, doesn't have, need a lot of money, doesn't need a lot of volunteers, but it is intentional and it has a strategy and it really is about building the culture of care rather than programs of care and reframing care ministry so that it actually strengthens what's already existing really breaks down those barriers for leadership and the executive team to say, oh, care ministry is something that actually would add value rather than pull away resources. And it's a great way to build buy-in and people actually get really excited about care after looking at it from that perspective. Now, the third area is that care ministry grows the church. When I presented the idea of investing into care ministry to the board of my church, I said that my goal wasn't to grow the church in numbers, and I meant it. The primary outcome of care ministry isn't to fill seats and increase attendance, not at all. That is not the primary function. That is not even on the the goal or the outcomes that we are looking for. Um, It is not meant to grow the church in numbers. However, when you create a community where people feel like they belong, they have value, and there's hope, then people naturally want to attend and stay. Coming to church isn't something that they should do, but they actually crave it because it fulfills these internal needs that they have. I'm sure I'm not the only one who's heard stories about someone who has left the church because they felt forgotten. Maybe they were sick or or they sent a prayer request in, but they heard nothing back. And so they quietly slipped away and stopped attending. Or maybe they weren't so quiet when they slipped away and they stopped attending. Maybe they were offended and hurt very, very deeply. But when you invest in care, there's less of a chance that people will slip through the cracks because you're building a culture of care that equips your congregation to see and act on opportunities of need. Care is no longer just the pastor or staff's responsibility, but the whole local church is a community that cares for one another. And people become invested into this community. They come because they want to, and they stay because they have purpose. Your church will develop a reputation as a place where people are welcomed and cared for. And so therefore, the byproduct is that people are attracted to your church, and they remain and they stay in your church because there is this community, there's this belonging, there's this purpose and intentionality around care that people actually crave. And so while the goal is not building the church in numbers, or increasing attendance, or filling seats, that is not the goal or the primary outcome of care ministry. However, It is a byproduct of care ministry, and that is really exciting. 
Now, the fourth area is that care ministry builds disciples. When I talk about how care ministry's goal is to quit the whole person to flourish and how we want to connect and make people feel like they belong, that they have purpose and, and giftings, and, and we want to walk alongside people as they go through these types of journeys, I often get the feedback that this sounds really similar to discipleship. And that is when I get so excited. They get it. And I want to shout, yes, exactly. You get it. I feel like discipleship and care are two trains running on parallel tracks going the same direction. Discipleship is learning and growing in how to become more like Christ and eventually leading others in the same journey. And then care is learning and growing to be all that Christ has created you to be and eventually leading others in that same journey. They are very, very similar. Discipleship is how to become more like Christ, and care is really just growing into all that Christ has already created you to be. Of course, there are practical aspects of care like meals and benevolence and providing basic needs. And oftentimes we are caring for people as they journey through grief. They overcome addiction, navigate mental health and relationship conflicts, and these can be really difficult life moments where we can lose sight of who we are and and who we've been created to be. And care is walking with people through these challenges, not losing focus of who God called them to be. And this parallels so well with discipleship, of discipleship, learning how to be more like Christ. So by investing in care ministry, you are also investing in discipleship. They are the same, they are like the 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 this two tracks or two trains in parallel running side by side where people, sometimes they are uh, on the discipleship journey, learning about more like Christ. And when they hit a snag or they, you know, come into a challenge or suffering or they go through some life challenges, they need care. And then care just enriches what they've learned in discipleship. And, and And these are really, really valuable. So care ministry aligns with the church's vision to build discipleship. And this is a great way to communicate with your executive team on how care aligns with the church's vision. I have yet to meet a church that doesn't include reaching people for Christ and or making disciples as part of its mission. And obviously that makes so much sense. We are commissioned to do this work. And at first glance, care might not seem to align with this. It might seem, oh no, it's really inward focus. But I would disagree. I think care is interwoven in building discipleships, both within the church and inviting people to join in. Now, the fifth area is that care grows your church's influence. As I said, care can be as simple as being intentional that every ministry offers a sense of belonging, purpose, and hope. Another level of care is equipping your leaders and volunteers with the skills and and building capacity so that they can care for one another. And that really is building a culture of care. And the third opportunity to build care is really to take it to your community. Your local church isn't equipped with all the tools and resources to support the needs that are that come up. We've already talked about this. And so in response, I highly recommend that your church partner with local organizations that you feel confident referring to to address needs like housing and food insecurity, mental health, financial coaching, and there's many, many more. 
Through these partnerships, your church builds trust with the community, but you are also able to offer a more comprehensive support to your people. What you don't ha- you don't have to turn away people who are in need. When someone comes to you with a need, you're saying, you know what, I don't have to cover that. No, you can actually say, you know what, I actually know someone that would serve you so well in this area. Let me introduce you to a community partner that will be able to serve that need so much better than we can. I've seen in my community that after years of consistently partnering with organizations, we have built trust in the community. So when there is a community event or there's a need for volunteers, our church is now the go-to resource that the city actually comes to asking to partner with. Our church has assisted in parking for city community events. Uh, We've been a part of producing um, and recording a fundraiser for the local shelter. We've assembled bags for the community's Easter celebration. We, we've been a partner with the city and our community in many, many different opportunities in our, or different ways. Essentially, by partnering with uh, our community organizations, our church and your church will be known for its community engagement. Your church will be invited to the table when collaborating in community activities and allowing your church to have influence within your community. And all of this is done through care. Your church will have a reputation of community engagement and caring. Your church will be invited to the table to collaborate, all because you looked, how can we care for people well? And that is building partners within your community. So those are the five ways that care strengthens the church. And you can use these to speak with your leadership team about investing into care. The first one is demystifying care or really just redefining care and making sure everyone's on the same page because people assume different things. You don't know if people think care ministry is one thing where you're actually thinking it's another. The next one is building a culture of care. Rather than being focused on how care ministry will use resources, you're actually talking about building a culture that is going to strengthen the resources within your church. Three, uh, care ministry grows or strengthens your church. Now, while growing numbers and attendance isn't the goal, it often is the byproduct because your church is known as a safe place meeting those belonging purpose and hope needs. The fourth one is building disciples. It is the same model or the same modality where you are walking with people, you are serving and, and, and feeding into people and discipling people so that they grow in who Christ called them to be and to be more like Christ. And the fifth area is that care ministry grows your church's influence in your community. Now, for some listeners, you are well on your way to having a care ministry that builds a culture of care in your church. You have community partners and you have systems and strategies to care for your people without burning out those leaders. But for many, or for most of you, I think a care ministry that is intentional, strategic, just seems so out of reach. You know what you want, you know what you would love it to be, but just not sure on the steps to get there. You have questions like, How do I find or build community partners? Where do I find team members that have the capacity to care for people well? And what do I need to do to, or how, what system is there available to to help with things like benevolence or pastoral care, prayer requests, and visitation? You know that people are getting missed, but creating a system just seems so overwhelming. 
And if this is you, I want to encourage you to download this, the five benefits of care ministry and really check out the care ministry cohort. The download is going to help you talk to your executive team or your leadership team so that there is buy-in and, and you can ask them to invest and build, um, build and invest in your care ministry. And then the cohort really is a six-month community that is available for you to join. And you are put into a group of about 15 to 20 other ministry leaders who connect weekly over that six months with a live call. And together, collaboratively, we walk through building your church's care ministry. Everyone is in the same spot or in a very similar spot. And so you are given all the, the actionable items, the customized template, the customizable templates, I should say, pathways and outcomes that will give you a jumpstart on building a care ministry that will be effective for your church and your community, and it doesn't burn out your teams. And you can get all the information and join in the next information session uh, in the show notes at hopemadestrong.org slash episode 69. I really thank you for listening today, and I want to encourage you to put something into action today. What are you going to do? Are you going to download that uh, one-page guide with those five items and, and book a time with your with your pastor or with your board? Or are you going to book a time in where you can just reflect, okay, what do I want our care ministry to be? Where, where are we at and where do I think we need to go? Or are you going to check out the, the, the care ministry cohort information session and maybe consider, okay, what does it really mean to, to invest in this? I I don't really care what you do. I just would love for you to take action and think about what your care ministry could be in the next year. Again, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Make sure you follow so that you can be notified when an episode goes live. Thanks for connecting. Take care.